0: Hello and welcome to Podcast Corner Season 2, where we're here to build communities, destroy stigmas of communities, and most importantly, talk about communities. So stay involved, get involved, and most importantly, sit back, relax, and enjoy Season 2 of Podcast Corner. Hello guys and welcome to episode two of FRCA Podcast Corner, season two. So today we have with us Dan, Nicole, Ethan and also we have a special guest joining us which is...
1: Hi, it's, I'm James Dickinson, I'm head of whole Music Service based at the Albemarle Music Centre
0: in the middle of Hull. Brilliant. So today we have James with us because we're going to be talking all things music community. So, with that, I'll ask you, James. What has been going on at Albemarle lately? Well, we've been trying to do as much as we can.
1: Um, it's been difficult, obviously, because we've just been in the actual lockdown. So most of yeah. our most of our activities kind of been suspended. Uh, we've been able to do little bits with individuals. Um, but the majority of what we we do at Albemarle is currently online. So if you're in a, a band or an ensemble that we run, it's actually being uh, run virtually. Um, and with the latest announcement, we're now hoping that we can get more of the the face to face activity um,
0: back up and running in a kind of phased way from March yeah. to 8th onwards. That's Yes, but at least you've still been like kind of running through kind of. COVID by doing internet-based this is what we're doing, this is one of the projects we do, this podcast so yeah. welcome to the podcast James, thanks for joining Thank us so the second question you just mentioned COVID, so the second question is, we guess delve into it a bit more, but how did you guys curve during COVID-19 like, did you have different things going on in the offices or was there nobody in the office? How did it go? Would you okay and stuff like that? Basically. Well,
1: well, I mean, when it first happened, which of course is nearly, it's basically a year ago, uh, which is incredible oh, yeah. to think. Uh, coming up to the COVID anniversary, um, when it first happened, we we had nothing in place. You know, we 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 had bits and pieces of technology, but we didn't we didn't have a platform. For the for the teachers to teach in and we didn't have agreements in place with schools and um so the first phase was a lot of just trying to get things up and running
0: online as quickly as we could um brilliant yes yeah, a, so a lot of trial and error you know yeah so like zoom up. maybe skype and um, microsoft yeah. teams which yeah, is the best way to get people involved and stuff.
1: Yeah, well, because we're part of the council. Um, right. We started We started with um, um, Cisco WebEx. Um, and then by the end of the summer holidays, we would moved everything over to G Suite, Google Classroom, Google Meets. Right. Um, which meant we could do a little bit more linked with the way that schools
0: were working. Uh, oh, I like that, yeah. So, so then, then there was use to using that instead so they go that's I right. to say a different platform like Zoom or something. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then with the
1: groups, it was, you know, some some groups were easier to do online than others. I mean, I think for like teenage age group, it was easier because there was a little bit more independence and confidence with technology.
0: Yeah. Uh, but also, so sometimes with younger people, it's hard to kind of grab them because I guess yeah. when they can come into Albemarle, they've got the experience of being able to actually pick up the, the instruments and have a, a teacher in front of them. But doing it through internet, they've got to have that that focus or you know wanting to do it. I guess so I bet it was hard to grab them and get them to do stuff. Really,
1: well, it was. I mean, if you if you got young people who are already they've already got the bug, they're already into music, they're already really keen on the music making. Yeah. And they're really happy to try something like online learning because they want to carry on. I think where you've got a challenge is if perhaps somebody hasn't been doing it that long, they're not that bothered about it yet. It's not a, it's not a key part of their life. Um, perhaps they wouldn't want to get involved online. Quite a lot of people said, Oh, no, I'll just wait until you're back in
0: person. Um, yeah, and yeah. Then the longer it went on, they said, Oh, actually, yeah, I will come online because it's obviously yeah, we, longer than we thought. We found at um, fair at first it was hard to grab people in onto Zoom and stuff. And we've we've tried a lot of projects, you know, from quizzes to the podcast yeah. now, so all kinds of stuff on Zoom to kind of grab yeah. people in and stuff. So we we understand it was it's really difficult to, yeah. you know, to get them involved really. So, my last question before I open up the panel to everyone else here is: What have you got? Are you involved in any community projects at the moment that you'd like to discuss here on the podcast?
1: Well, yeah, it's all about the recovery period, I suppose. Um, So, we want to get back, we want to get back and get as much music making going as possible and engaging with the communities, whether that's a musical community or a geographical community across whole, that's yeah, the yeah. key. We've got to reconnect, we've got to reconnect with with people that perhaps used us before and then obviously reach out to new um, new musicians or, or new young people who perhaps we haven't worked with before. So we haven't got a single project, but it's kind of a mixture of um, re- re-engaging the schools, Doing oh, a yeah. bit through the um, through the holiday scheme, so there's going to be a holiday activity scheme, and we're going to try and make sure there's a music component of that. And then, really crucially, working with all our partners like Freedom Road, yes. um, Beats Bus, um, all all the all uh, Noise Academy, all all the partners who help us do what we do. It's it's reconnecting with them and making sure they're able to contact. And get in contact
0: with their with their young people as well. Yeah, I love that though. But like because you kind of engage in schools and stuff and especially during holidays, sometimes schools can't engage them. So in a way you're really open out. So guys, I'm gonna open up the panel to you guys and allow you guys to ask James here a few questions if it's about Albemarle or the music community, because that's what this podcast is all about. So James, I'll ask you a first question. So yesterday I was at Albemarle and I've been there a few times, and I have to say, the design of the building is pretty funky. And I know it's got, it's got something to do with the acoustics, because I will tell the kind of listeners at home, if you don't know what Alvamal is, it's this big purple building next to a whole truck, which looks like a purple kind of... Um, uh best way to describe it is like a, a nuclear reactor kind of tube going upwards, and it's purple. And it's great. Oh, okay. It looks like fabric from a distance, I think, but then yeah. you get closer and it's not. So what was the, like, the design of that? Did you kind of know about that or? Well, I, I, wasn't,
1: I wasn't around when it was, when it was built. Um, I, I actually came through the music service. I grew up in Hull and, I, and when I was here, first time around, the music centre was over in Park Street, um, right. at the back of St. Stephen's in a, in a couple of old houses. And there was an old hall next to it, which is now knocked down. That that we used to rehearse upstairs. So when I came back and saw this, as you say, that this kind of thought, what's all this about? It, like, it, yeah, it's what's totally this we um, think? I think I think I'm right. Um, is that it's supposed to be a ship's funnel? That's supposed to be a kind of reference to the to the
0: um, to the nautical past of the city. So I guess the the. The roots of Hull and its sort of industry in the sea. I like that.
1: Yeah. I really do. Um, I'd like I mean, to say it was something to do with the acoustics, but I I, I don't think it does. I think it was uh, a wacky
0: architect who decided that that would be the best shape. Um, well, he, he, when you're in the building now, uh, any lesson that's going on, the sounds just bounce around the whole, the, that's why it made yeah. me think it had something to do with the yeah. acoustics, because you can hear the, you can hear music anywhere around there. it's great so yeah enough of me talking and asking questions does anyone have any questions for james here Got all jump at once go on nicole
2: um what ensemble ideas have you got for when we go back hopefully in june like have you got any new ensembles going on like maybe like a so you do like a jazz ensemble, but you're going to involve like different types of singers and different types of jazz, instead of just the big band jazz, and have it more like into like different sections of jazz. If you get
1: yeah, one. yeah, I mean what we've I mean what we've learned I think is we um, we need to do the things that are led by the ensemble. So yeah, we've got an orchestra, we've got we've got a jazz jazz ensemble, and all these things. But then I think we're going to do a lot more that's project led and we would do things around particular repertoire, particular genre, particular style. Singing is a really good example of something that I think, you know, we could, we, we need to kind of prioritize a bit and do a bit more of. Um, we're going to do a bit of family music as well. We just before lockdown, we'd started running something called Generations Orchestra, which was on a Saturday morning. Uh, and the idea was that. You could bring a family member if you didn't want to come on your own and do something together um and that had just got going we've got about 20 people coming regularly you didn't have to play an instrument you didn't have to have any any previous experience but just come along and get involved um and that was one of the first things that stopped because of, because of lockdown so i think different entry points so we want to try and do some things if, if you've got an existing interest or an existing passion that you want to get involved in, then we need, we need to, to do some outreach and to listen to what young people want to do. But then to give some opportunities for people that perhaps don't know what they want to do, which is often some of the problem that they kind of, they sort of like the idea of getting involved in music, but maybe they haven't had an opportunity at all to, to,
0: to, to, to get involved. So I think it's... Yeah, a, so like some, some way of re-engaging them back into music or getting them involved into music. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, and the other thing
1: that I think we, that as you were saying about community, I think, yes, we put on a musical activity and hopefully the stuff that you do musically, whether it's through Freedom Road or through us or whatever, hopefully that's of real um, value. But actually, it's about creating um, a, a social interaction Meeting up with people that you, that you like, that you respect, that you get involved with. And that sense of community, as well as being a musical community, it is a physical community of people getting together and, and, yeah. and, enjoying each other's company. That's been the hardest thing to replicate online. Um, and I think that's the thing that we need to get back to, that idea of coming together in a, in a place and that place becomes Somewhere special that people like to go and like to get involved, Um, and I think part of the challenge of COVID is um, working out how to make it feel like a social experience as as well as a musical one, which is a bit hard. Yeah, because
0: you're not face to face, are you? As well, and and sometimes the restrictions of wearing a mask, say singing lessons, they're pretty hard to do when you've got a, um, a mask in front of your face or vice versa and stuff like that so there's a lot of restrictions and i guess yeah. new ways of doing things like you might have to put you know glass screens in front of people for stingless advice versa. all those new ways of doing stuff so it's a bit crazy like we're in a new world really but like we've got this this podcast all about music communities so what type of projects have you run in the past so let's not talk about what's going on now because oh and do we have nicole want to ask something? You muted.
2: I did loads of um projects of Albumal if before coronavirus. That run quite that rang quite well. In there for the um youth choir. Oh, oh
0: wow. Brilliant. Yeah.
2: So um in Prague. On, open the
0: door and let's talk about that then.
2: Yeah, we went to we went to Prague with the orchestra. That was two years ago now, I think. And then we did the What's it called? Oh my god! Um, the big place in Roy- the Royal Academy in London.
0: Oh wow! Royal right, like right Albert Hall. It was Royal Albert Hall.
2: Yeah. So yeah. I did that, and then like we used to go on like we do all like, the big shows with the orchestras and all the different orchestras within Alb Albemarle album- at like Hull City Hall and different venues. Um,
1: wow! And that was one thing that went because we were supposed to be we were supposed to be going to Italy.
2: With, yeah,
1: it's supposed with, to look harder, weren't we? Yeah. Um wow. and that was supposed to be last June, June, July. Is um, that in um, you
2: coming
1: on? Is it next year now, maybe? Be next year at the earliest, yeah. Yeah. I mean we it was a really I mean it seemed crazy now, but we were we were agonizing over whether we should cancel it or not. And of course now it was obvious that we had to, but at the time we didn't know how long. The virus was going to be around and in march you were thinking well july seems ages away you know yeah so it could all be fine by then and yeah that was that was really difficult to because for a lot of people for a lot of young people that the the tour is, is is like a celebration of all their time with the album like when, when they get that bit older they'll, they'll, they'll go on a tour and that's a, that creates some really important memories and often perhaps yeah. the first time they've been abroad or perhaps the first time they've performed abroad that's, to actually is, have, to yes. canc- to have to cancel that yeah. was oh. that was that was tough
0: that was that was a, that was a very yeah. that was a low point <laughs> shall we say um, yeah oh so, you know but that's that's what you said there though like um creating memories that i love that because that that's sort of that's building music community because people and kids are not just associating music with creating music they're associated with memories and the love of doing going to, to you know to you know foreign places and experiencing different stuff and it's had, like activities and stuff so there's a lot of fun behind music and i guess really it's like open the panel a bit more but mm-hmm. Ethan do you have what to say? Sorry, James. Did you? Who's going to say something? No, I was just going
1: to say that the reason I do what I do is because I I had those. I was very fortunate. I had those experiences with with in music when I was young, and you you that's you, great though. you kind of hold those with you and you remember them very very clearly. And and you want the next um, generation of young people to have the same opportunities and to have the same sort of experience and enjoyment
0: that you had yourself. And that and that's why you kind of pass things on from one. You know, one, one thing to another, like exactly. that's what we do at Freedom Road, really. Like, yeah. um, a lot of us go on and do you know, go from being young people to then being kind of volunteers to staff. So, yeah. you know, it's exactly, exactly. what we do, yeah. it's great. I love that. So, Nicole, you had your angle, you to say something,
2: yeah. I was just saying, like, you like about the memory thing, like, you do really remember them because I remember my first concert with Youth Choir, and then I remember when I was up in a side in year, right. And we all used to go into the top room at the stairs and then sing all the way down in the acoustics and all that sort of stuff. I used to like bounce back and like you do really remember it especially like tall. like you still like remember it all and like you got all your photos and videos it's like a really good experience and like it's really good for young people to get involved with because like it really does leave a leave a stamp on your memories because it is an amazing time because I, I remember every single minute of it, and it was amazing. Like the opportunity was absolutely amazing to put all these beautiful buildings, like all the different churches and then like all the, the outside arenas and just to see a different country and play somewhere different. It was really nice.
0: Oh, I love that. So we've had no, no conversation lately off Dan or Ethan. So I want to open the doors to them. I've tried twice to get the guys engaged. So, guys, do you have any questions for James? Rather involving the music community or what? Albumar's been doing. I do kind of have a question. Um, as a drummer and um, singer, would um, is there a possible chance that you could do like a, a song, doing both at the same
1: time? And would Albumar like help help
0: you yeah, build those skills like? At the same time, instead of practicing separately, like practicing it, like singing on the drum kit with like
1: the hand-eye coordination to play the drums, would that be available? Like once COVID's died down, maybe. I, I think so. Yes. I mean, we've got some. We've got some great. We've got some great drummers. Some great drum teachers. Um, one in particular comes to mind, who's also a bit of a, a bit of a singer um, as well. Um, he likes to do a bit of, of uh, music theatre on the side as well, so, so yes is the short answer, we can probably um, organise something sort of do a session um, to, to run alongside um, Freedom Road on a Saturday and so we'll perhaps to build something around drumming skills, do a drum skill workshop and um, yeah, absolutely, I mean this is the sort of feedback that we need because because we the ideas that we have are only as good as what we hear, you know, so if we get, and if the ideas are being driven by young musicians and they're saying, actually, this is the sort of experience we want, that really, really helps because it makes us think about, you know, how do we, how can we do that? I mean, my brother's a drummer, uh, so I, I I, grew up with a drum kit in the house um, that I wasn't playing. And, and so I, you know, that's something that, again, lots of memories for, um, for me for that. But, yeah, we can... Um, sometimes drummers get a bit left out, you know, because they, um, they're, they're, they're an incredibly important part of a band and, um, yeah, some, some drum
0: skills, but linking, linking drumming and singing sounds really... Yeah, that sounds a really good idea. I like that, Ethan. So that was a good question to ask, I guess, sort of, um, if you're doing anything, because I guess curiosity and asking questions never <laughs> air. I've got a question.
1: I've Well, I've sort of touched on it, but I... I'd be interested about how, how, uh, the best ways of getting views of young people, um, in, in a way that isn't contrived, and, you know, we can do, um, you know, questionnaires or feedback things online or, but I'd be really interested in different ways, perhaps using your network as an example and saying, okay, we'd like to hear some ideas, you know, um, Without necessarily a lot of detail, just just some
0: ideas that then we can feed into our process about what we can yeah, provide. Yeah, but s- be really valuable. some of the best opinions we've had is coming from this podcast. Basically, all you have to do is just have a discussion, an open discussion, allow allow them to be honest and truthful about the area that you're talking about, and that way, it's not written down on a piece of paper. It's not on no, you know. You know tick boxes that like, are you satisfied unsatisfied blah 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 and that way they have a free room of what they have to say because some a lot of, a lot of people like me for instance i find it difficult to get what i want to say out through writing it down so they find it better just to say it so yeah but what about you guys then so james that's a really good question
2: there. i agree with jack i feel like asking like people in like a situation where they're like they're able to answer without trying to find the right words put it down on paper helps a lot and like saying, so you need me you know, to do your workshops like um rock and pop day and like when you did that battle of bands like you could just ask people at the end like have you got like what do you think we could do like so you know when just like get them together and be like how do you think this went did you think it'd be like a success again like because like um rock and pop days i used to love them they were like the highlight of like um getting singing lessons because we used to be able to come together, like do like a band for a day and it was really, really fun. And then Battle of the Bands, that was like, that was, and am- it's just amazing to be honest because it was just like a lot of fun and that like, you got to hear all the different people in the community and what they produced and stuff. But like, um, I feel like if you just got them all together at the end, even, or even at the end of like when um, 10 minutes before like ensemble finishes, just be like, have you got any like suggestions or anything or do you think this week could change it in any way to help you do you know what I mean? Like, just asking them yeah. while they're there instead of, like, trying to get them to find the words on paper because I I don't know half the words to say. Yeah. Like, <laughs> sometimes
0: after a session, we sit uh, sit people down and go, so what do you think the session went, guys? Do you have any yes. kind of ways like, to change it? Uh, You know, and stick their hand up and, yeah, this blah, blah, blah. And that way you're just getting it straight after the session where it's on their mind that, you know, they can kind of answer it straight away so then... That have to like send an email later on that after
1: yeah. all, all that mess around. The um the Battle of the Bands is a good example actually, because after that, um we were speaking to some of the people that were involved and, and what we'd planned to do in the summer just gone was to do a kind of a mini songwriting festival. So instead oh, wow. of it being about the band, being more about the song, so actually ele- enabling people who'd written End songs to have a to have a platform to perform. Um, and we thought that was perhaps a little bit of a gap because you had things like Humber Street Session, the youth stages, and 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 our kind of Battle of the Bands things, where it was quite performance-led and all about the end product to an audience. And I'm quite keen to explore ways of supporting the creative process, the writing, and 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 perhaps having other musicians to be able to perform songs that young people have written. Perhaps they don't want to perform it themselves. Perhaps they've written, but they they don't want to stand on a stage. That's not them. They're a they're a writer rather than a performer. So I think things like that, where you can get different avenues to complement the actual the musical interest. And you said about music community. You know that that some people perhaps put off because of feeling that it's all about performance, whereas, of course, we all know there are lots of different where you know, whether you're a producer or a writer or an editor or, or, or a sound engineer, there's loads of different ways that young people can get in, get into music. And it's just making sure that they feel that the album art can be somewhere where they can ask about, well, can I do this? And if you can't do it, can you put me in the right direction for
0: people? Yeah, people like a safe place. To, exactly. to learn and find music yeah. and I love yeah. that that's a good way of yeah. saying it yeah, is there any last questions anyone has towards James before we wrap up this really nice and sweet podcast um, with James, it's been great, thank you for joining us James honestly oh, you're welcome. yeah I've got a question um, so my question is um, I just wanted to see um, what would you say is the best way to get into like the music industry Wow, there's
1: a there's a there's a podcast in itself. Um, <laughs> joking apart, I think, I mean that we could probably bring two or three people together um, with some direct um, expertise if you wanted to explore that as a future podcast. But putting it, I, I suppose the quickest answer would be, um, it kind of depends what part of the music in the industry you're looking at. And my suggestion would be to try and get to talk to people that actually do what you want to do, get some get some real life um, experience and response from people that are doing that. And that again, would be somewhere where we could help we might be able to introduce you to somebody or facilitate a conversation over zoom or somebody that's doing what you want to do. And then find out if there are specific things that you need to be able to do in order to pursue that you know if if you're thinking about the music production side um are the particular courses or qualifications or is the particular expertise that you need to develop and then running alongside that um just try and do as much of what you want i mean normally people say about hobbies you know it becomes a bit of a you know, an obsession because you really, really enjoy something. Um, just try and give yourself every opportunity to, to learn, you know, to take in as much um, knowledge and, and and experience as you can because the more you can um, pull that together, um, the more likely if you then go for an audition or you go for an interview or whatever, you can say, look, this is what I've done. I've been really self-starting about this. I've got a bit of a portfolio of tracks I've recorded, or songs that I've written, or whatever it is that's your passion. Um, And don't be afraid
0: of of celebrating your own success. I think that's quite hard for some people. No, but that's I've not actually. That's a really good saying. That. Don't be afraid of celebrating your own success. It's not about sharing it. It's not about showing off. Producing yourself and getting yourself out there. Exactly. Really, it's not about showing off. It's not about
1: um, um, you know um, exaggerating your own skills or whatever. It's about having a really positive um, experience of producing something, creating something, performing something. Make sure you enjoy it and, 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 and celebrate it because then it becomes a positive. Um, experience, then you can then you can go on to the next uh, to the next one. But but a lot of these things are changing for COVID. You know, the conversations we have about careers in the music mm-hmm. industry now, we you know, they'll be very different to how they would have been six or nine months ago. So it's very new for everybody. Even the guys that have done it for ages, they're going to have to rethink how they get back into the industry. So it's going to be challenging and interesting at the same time.
0: I like that. That's that. That like like you you just said as well. That's a podcast in itself, and you really give us a thing about maybe getting you in again with some other people to talk more about how to 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 kind of start your own music kind of career. I love that. So James, I think we're going to end this podcast and kind of co- conclude it by saying like thank you for joining us and having a really nice brief discussion on kind of the music community in Albemarle and in all the surrounding areas. So I've been Gach.
2: I've been Nicole.
0: I've been Nathan. And I've been Dan. I've been James, and thank you for having me. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you, James. And you guys have been listening to FRCA Podcast Corner, episode two, season two of Communities. Thank you. Look after yourself. And we'll see you in the next episode.